So consonants, the lack thereof is that mental tug of like, hmm, I found this black brand. I want to buy from it. I have the money to get it. I know where it's at. It's up the street, whatever. But is it, you know, what's the quality looking like? Let, yeah. let me check the reviews. Um, I didn't like the way she spoke to me, whatever. Um, those are real and very natural reoccurring psychological trends that occur. Over 50% of black Americans are unmarried and only 2% of black families in America have a net worth over $1 million. We are on our journey to not only join that 2%, but grow that 2%. Facts. I'm Devon Travell, creator of Black Wall Street, the board game, with my beautiful co-host. I'm Sinclair, a.k.a. The Health Nerd. You can go to our website at TheM4Show.com, our Instagram at TheM4Show, and our YouTube channel at Melanated Married Millionaires in the Main. And welcome to The M4 Show. So one of the the books that I know has influenced the way that you move and has influenced the way that we move is Dr. Claude Anderson's Powernomics, right? And, and Powernomics, and I know uh, Carmelita's read Powernomics. Anyone else has read it, feel free to drop your, your gems in there. But one of the things that he talks about in there is the, the concept of ethno-aggregation, right? Which is exactly what Greenwood is, Greenwood was, exactly what Chinatown is, when a group of people who have a collective language, a collective religious identity or collective ethnic identity come together, pool their resources so that they can feed each other, heal each other, right? Educate each other and reinvest in their community. Ethno aggregation. Shout Love out it. to Carmelita who says she's got the book right there. Right, right. Yeah, in her head. Yeah, come, yeah. On, Carmelita. come through <laughs> scholar. That's um, amazing. What, what, what do you pull from power nomics? What are some things that you're pulling as a, as a leader, as a visionary, from Powernomics to hopefully create a you know, a successful black economic model. Right. <laughs> oh, he was ready for right, it. Right, right. Yeah, that gets me excited. So, fun fun fact: I actually have not read the book yet. Oh, I'm actually, you well, I'm on, I got so many to go through. I just finished the Black Agenda because I sent you these a while ago, right? So, yep. like, I'm going through it. I've read analysis of this book yet. I actually haven't physically cracked it open. So let's let's go through your your book list then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, talk to us. Give give us the titles, and and then I'll I'll definitely give my answer. So like the Black Agenda, right? Um, this dives into bold solutions for a broken system. So like this, um, ties in a lot of historical context, um, from education, healthcare, even content creation, uh, bias, all of it, climate change, um, and it ties into how it broadens the the scope from you know black economics because economics is inherently an emotional practice because buying and selling people buy what they believe in first and foremost and so economics is in a sort of way a philosophical ideology when you really think about it mm. and so what the black agenda does is it doesn't just address just the hard numbers it addresses the extremely complex perspective of human beings and especially melanated human beings us Right. Ooh, wait, hold on. We got to pause right there. We yeah, yeah, pause yeah. Right there. You <laughs> said a, some 
It's a lot. Real, real deep. You you said people buy what they believe in. Absolutely. Let's let's please pause and break that down on how we can actually use that to leverage the new Black Wall Street, right? How do we change people's or tap into people's belief system to make them buy Black more often, right? How do we yeah. use that to keep the money within the community more? Yeah. Um, so that's actually a great segue into my answer to your question. Look, we'll get right back into the amazing podcast. But if you didn't know, in 2017, we created Black Wall Street, the board game, because we thought more families needed to know about the history of Tulsa Black Wall Street. More families needed to know about the legacy of Black excellence left behind of Tulsa Black Wall Street that we can own a Madam CJ Walker Beauty Salon. We can have a Booker T. Washington High School. We can have an Uncle Steve's Barbecue. We can have a Renaissance man like Simon Barry who had his own taxi service and bus service that got bought out by the city of Tulsa. We have brilliance in our DNA. We wanted to make sure that your family can play a game that teaches them about this brilliance. So we have Black Wall Street, the board game right here. We had the first edition available in 2017 that got sold out. We're on the second edition right now, or you can get the beautiful masterpiece version of the game as well. It's up to you. Head to playblackwallstreet.com and get yourself Black Wall Street, the board game to empower you, your family, and generations to come. Playblackwallstreet.com. Let's get back to the episode. I've, I've outlined like four main uh, roadblocks for what makes mm. it so hard and challenging to like buy black consistently, long-term, comprehensively. Like those words are important because anybody mm. can buy, buy black maybe tomorrow for like a couple of days and then eh, it drops off. Y'all probably remember Black Tuesday. That was a fad for like uh, whatever, right? My goal, the mission of our pilot is to make it as easy and accessible as possible to buy black for an entire year, preferably a million dollars like nationwide to circulate that. So how can we do that for an entire year? Inspiration comes from the Montgomery bus boycott, which lasted for 381 days. Mm. So we effectively bought black, right? For over a year. And by buying black, I mean, we had our own uh, taxi system. And with that came us to connecting with each other in terms of like where we could drop our kids off at school, where we could get groceries, all of that, right? So bringing it back, these four main roadblocks are lack of means, lack of knowledge, lack of access, and lack of consonance, which is very, very complex. Mm. And again, going back to that emotional piece, right? So lack of means, that's easy. That's just whether you have the money or you don't. Right. Um, people don't really, may not want to, in my research, may not want to, if they had to choose between going up the street to Kroger to buy um, some bread from a non-black owned company, they can get it that same day, but they don't know that the black bread company exists and they may have to go online and purchase it and pay extra for shipping. And it may get here in like three to five days. So that barrier there is just the means, right? We're spoiled with Amazon. You get free shipping. It's going to be here in 24 hours. <laughs> it's that simple. So how can we supplant that? Um, lack of knowledge. That's another no brainer is we simply don't know that these exist. Um, we don't know that there are over 150 black brands in Target, which has over 2,000 stores nationwide. So you have access points all over the country for hundreds of black brands. So there's a knowledge piece. It's not truly as promoted. Um, then you have access. Okay, so we know they exist. We want to buy from them, but how do we get to them? 
So the access piece is, okay, maybe they don't have the infrastructure. If they're based in Colorado or California, they may not have the fulfillment infrastructure to service New York, Florida, mm. Georgia, Alabama, or vice versa, right? So, I mean, majority of the company is small businesses. Small businesses run America, by the way. So when you think of like just small businesses in general, whether they're black, white, green, blue, purple, it doesn't matter. Small businesses are, are very prevalent in the country in general. So that comes with small business, you know, roadblocks, right? And so having the infrastructure to service an influx of, I don't know, 1,000 customers, right? That sounds like a great thing, but if you don't have the inventory or the the staff to service them, um, that could kind of create a bottleneck, even though it sounds like a a, a good problem to have, right? So that's- oh, it's, uh, so frustrating. It's very frustrating, it's right? So, so frustrating. <laughs> so the access piece, and I'm I'm gonna get to the I'm gonna get to the point. Just stay with me. So, consonants is the is the fourth one. It's the most. Um, it's very complex because consonants is that mental tug. Cognitive dissonance is kind of what we're talking about, but mm-hmm. consonants and dissonance those are the opposites. So consonants, the lack thereof is that mental tug of like, hmm, I found this black brand. I want to buy from it. I have the money to get it. I know where it's at. It's up the street, whatever. But is it, you know, what's the quality looking like? Let, yeah. let me check the reviews. Um, I didn't like the way she spoke to me, whatever. Um, those are real and very natural reoccurring psychological trends that occur. It happens. Um, there's studies that show it. There's 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 so many studies, and I'm doing my own qualitative study, which is why I came up with these four main roadblocks. So all of those roadblocks, right? Well, how do we flip that on its head? Here's the answer to your question, Devon. Um, I've outlined pallet protocol. And pallet protocol says, you know what? This is how we're going to make it as easy and accessible as possible to buy black for an entire year. We start off by recognizing. So we have to kind of make that first step, that courageous step, and recognize that there are black businesses out here that have quality products and services that we can participate in. Then from there, we strategize. All right, cool. We say, what's the best way to navigate this? Where am I? I'm in the Southeast. I'm in the Southwest. Um, I'm in the Northeast. I'm in whatever. Okay. I know most of these are on the Western um, seaboard. I can get these. These are easy. Okay, cool. Well, I know that this business is um, offers shipping and they do a lot of promo codes or I can subscribe and save 10%. That's the strategy. The mobilize is next. That's just, you do it, right? You just, you kind of put your money where your mouth is. The proof is in the pockets is what I say. Mm -hmm. Um, From there, we're at another feedback loop. We revolutionize. That's what we rinse and repeat. So I'm going to go to my partner and say, yo, Devon, I found this, I found this, this this, this list right here. You might want to check this out. Here's how I found all these. Here's the amount of money I was able to spend. Here's how this impacted my life. I can cook with Black-owned products. I can make sandwiches with Black-owned products. Yep. I can, um, I can um, buy <laughs> items for my children, breath your teeth. There's baby yep. products, baby and toddler. And you rinse and repeat, and this the cycle just keeps going. That's Love it. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the M4 show and our mission to increase the wealth of Black families. If you received any value from this episode, any value at all, any, 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 do us a favor and give us a like and subscribe on YouTube.
and Apple, Spotify, and anything, all of them. All of them. All of them. Wherever you're listening, <laughs> go ahead and like and subscribe. And after you like and subscribe, make sure you send this episode to at least one family that you really want to see win. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.